Welcome to Create Beauty Every Day, a podcast where we talk to people about how they create beauty every day. I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick, and this podcast is brought to you by HookingRugs.com, where you can get everything you need to create beautiful rugs. That's how I create beauty every day. So now, on with the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Create Beauty Every Day. I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick, and today with me is Claire Desjardins. Am I saying it properly? Desjardins, yeah. Desjardins, yeah. And Claire is a painter, a prolific and beautiful painter. Thank you. Yeah. Tell me about yourself, Claire. Tell, tell us who you are. Well, as you said, I'm um, a Canadian, mostly abstract painter. Of course, today, uh, I don't know if the viewers will be able to actually view behind me. I'm sitting in front of a floral painting. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do enjoy painting uh, what is around me. I live, uh, I'm from Montreal and I live about an hour north of the city now with my husband and our two dogs. And uh, so we live out in the country. It's a very pretty setting. We're on 31 acres of land. And uh, my studio is an outbuilding, which is so therefore separate from the house. Um, but not too far. It's just across the driveway. So it's a short commute to get here. And um, let's see what could I can tell you that I'm inspired by what I see around me, the colors. Um, I love my gardens. I have uh, several gardens around the property that I keep mostly pretty wild because I, it, I don't have, well, the wherewithal or the the time to maintain so many gardens, but I, I actually quite like that. I like that um, my perennials mix in with the with the the, uh, the natural perennials that are you know that are uh, native to this area. So um, yeah, I, I walk my dogs every day in the woods. We've cut some trails, and uh, we I, I live a pretty relaxed lifestyle I would say it does get quite busy I mean I, I get commissions and I get uh, you know I, I do a lot of licensing deals uh, so for somebody who actually lives so remote remotely um, I think that I'm actually quite connected with the world too plus you know I, I'm also busy with my social media uh, which yes, I, I know enjoy, uh, you know, the connection with people and in part because I live so far away from uh, civilization. <laughs> I think it's, it's really nice to have that little piece of connectivity. It is. I, I think of when you tell me about your gardens, I think your paintings kind of like that too. Yeah. I think you, uh, how, how would you describe your painting? Well, it's abstract and colorful. Um, I use a lot of pure saturated colors in my work, um, often painting right from the tube, as they say. Um, and I see absolutely nothing wrong with that. I know that uh, in school we were taught, oh, you always had to mix your colors. And I, you know, I, I do that as well, but I also use the pure colors straight from the tube. Um, for me, color is the common thread. So I may have different styles of painting, and I, I, I do have different styles of painting, but um, they, they're all uh, different colors. Like it, it, the, the color palette is what I guess I'm, I'm trying to articulate here. Yeah. The color palette, it keeps, 
is continue is consistent and it keeps uh, I think it's it's easy to recognize one of my works I I think anyway I, I think know. it is too yeah I think your work is really distinctive yeah thanks and yeah then, um you one of the things I love about painting is that you layer like you can you layer and sometimes when you uh, sometimes you make big abstracts with circles and they're almost like a film over each other is that like is it are these are these techniques that you've um developed or you, not not the layer yeah. of course, it's, it's things i you know I, a lot of what i do is self-taught yeah um you know and i experiment all the time and a lot of my experimenting i do off camera off social media because you know it allows me the the, the room to make mistakes if i want to um and also i i do believe that you know some of it what my experimenting you know if i find something that i really like and i um and i share it online and it's something that i discovered myself i feel like it and it's happened before is that all of a sudden there's a lot of paintings that look just like it online that yeah. pop up everywhere and and i feel like you know it's 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 mine it's proprietary if somebody else figures it out well then go for it whatever mm -hmm. you know do what you want but um at a certain amount of it i feel is proprietary to a certain mm -hmm. degree and it, it's yeah. not to be mean and not to share because i do enjoy the share act of sharing and yeah. and you know the response that i get from from doing so but um yeah so you know that that you know there's some things like i i do i know that i get asked a lot about how do i do certain things and I just, uh, oh gosh, I can't believe I'm actually saying this in an interview that's being recorded, but I don't, I, I don't think it's, it's something that I, I feel compelled to share with. Yeah, I understand that detail with everybody. Because mm -hmm. um, I understand you know, that. I, and I think that's fine. I think what yeah. happens with me is I work it out and work it out and work it out. And maybe later I'll share it, but I'm still working it out. Yeah. You exactly. Know? You might feel differently in five years. You might be willing to share that or let it go. But when you first discover something, you want to love it and love yeah, it. Yeah, and own it too. What's that? And you want to own it too you for own, a time. Yeah, you do. You it's yours. Own it time. Yeah. And you want to work it through, you know, like you got to, because it's just in the, like when you first discover it, it's just in the beginning in your work and you're going to push it and push it and push it, you know? So you need you as an artist, I think it's fair that you want to own that for a while. It's a good thing. Yeah. 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 I, I, I thank you for understanding that. Um, yeah. I think not everybody does understand it. Um, yeah. uh, sometimes I think that, you know, because I am so active on, on social media that, it's sort of like a little piece of me is owned by social media yeah. and that I owe it to the people, the followers to, to share everything, but it's, it's not that way. You know, like I, I'm just some woman who lives in the forest and <laughs> I have a studio and just like everyone else, I might discover something that's kind of cool and fun. And, you know, it's just, I want it to be mine for a time. Yeah, I get that. That makes a lot of sense. And it's nice of you to own it and admit it. Um, I think that, uh, I, I think I'd like to talk to you about your social media presence because, well, I was talking to Susan Black the other day and she was saying she's a, she's a, a friend of mine and an artist and, and, and she said that she admires you because you're not, um, you're, you're, um, 
mature person who really owns their um, art and their social media and that that you really that a lot of times when we're looking at social media we're not seeing people our age we're seeing younger people who are kind of owning their space um and and she really admired that about you and and uh, i just want to talk to you about how how you came how you came to it and how you came to come to embrace it and it embrace you how did that happen Sure. Um, well, I think that I am in a very fortunate uh, position in my life that I'm surrounded by people who really support me and my career and what I, the choices I make in my career. And, you know, this isn't a solo effort that it's just me doing this, what I'm doing. I have a husband who, uh, he reads all my contracts. Uh, I grew up in a family of artists. My mother and my father both are artists. My father's an insurance broker, but he, he paints and he's painted for many years and he loves it. Um, you know, and that makes all the difference. Uh, it's, I think, all about confidence and feeling good about who you are and what you're doing and not really worrying so much about what other people think about you, um, being willing to make mistakes and, um, and, and not really care if, if you do. And if that, it, it, you know, it, not worrying so much about judgment, I suppose. Um, and, you know, like I said, I think it all comes back to uh, self-confidence and I'm very fortunate that I have had that instilled in me. Not always though, not all my life, because when I was younger, it wasn't that way. Yeah. You know, I was always looking to please other people, actually. Many years of therapy later, <laughs> however, uh, <laughs> I can say that I, I, I'm less concerned about uh, what the broader audience thinks of me. Of course I care, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna make some uh, radical statements that are gonna disrupt, uh, you know, uh, people's lives or anything like that. Um, you know, I, I have no desire to do that. I'm just living my life. And, you know, we're all just living our lives. Yeah. Trying to do our best that we can and trying to, uh, make better lives for ourselves and hopefully for the people around us and our communities as well, you know, to, uh, to create enjoyment and, and inspiration and trying to always do better, I guess, it, for ourselves, though, not for other people. It's all about um, um, making things right for yourself, I think, first. It's yeah. like, you know, in the airplane, they, when they always tell you when the oxygen mask falls down, make sure yeah. you put it on yourself before you put it on the kids. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing, you know, this is, um, it's about uh, surviving your life in a way that uh, is good and happy and whole. And uh, so take care of yourself and then you'll have the uh, tools to take care of other people and, and other people. I mean, the people you love, but also beyond that, like I said, your community, community. as well. I think that's a really important factor. Yeah, I think it's true. I think it, what you're saying is exactly true. Like when, when things are not working out for you in your heart and in your mind and in your soul, it's very hard to give, you know, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. But yeah. also, you know, when people are happy too, uh, they're kinder to other people. They are. 
Um, yeah, it's so much easier. You know, we're, we're just finishing watching The Crown on TV. Oh, and yes, oh my right. God, that was a bunch of unhappy people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh at their misfortune, but boy, that's a really good example of when you're happy, you can be nice to people. And when you're not so happy, it's harder to it's harder. extend yourself. Yeah, it is harder. Though in extending ourselves, I think in my experience in life, in extending myself when I'm not feeling so great, it makes me feel better. Yes, this is true. Yeah. And the same applies to my painting. You know, people tell me, I hear a lot that I, I um, when people look at my artwork, they feel joy. That's yes. mm -hmm. something that is a recurring theme in my artwork. I use a lot of pinks and, and happy colors, bright colors. And, and that's good because that's what I want. I think that uh, painting, uh, making artwork that creates joy for other people is fantastic, but it is also doing the same for me too, right? And, you know, I, like I said, I'm just like anybody else. I have my great days, I have good days, and I have crappy days, and I have the, everything in between, right? Um, and when I feel crappy, then I find it is helpful to paint something that is uplifting yeah. for myself. Mm -hmm. because I have tried, you know, there's, um, there's a, a, a saying that uh, artists have to suffer in order to make great art. Yeah. And, uh, and, and there's a darkness that you have to like work through. And, and I have had darkness. I have had dark moments in my life. Um, but I have found that when I painted dark paintings that were very angry or you know what, it actually compounded the, the, the angst and the negativity in my life. And I, I had to stop. Yeah. So um, it is a therapy for me personally to paint uh, positive, happy colors. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so, you know, I, I do it for myself as, again, I'm getting back to, you know, it's all yeah. about me. <laughs> but for each of us, for each of our journeys, really, it's like we're all existing through this movie of what is life, right? And it's everything that's coming at you. Yeah. Um, and for each of us, we are the star player, right? It's your life. It's my life. It's, you know, so everything is going to be from your perspective for you. And it's going right. to be from my perspective for me and so on. And, um, you know, obviously we want to try to, uh, you know, extend and make things good for everyone around us if we can, but it has to start with ourselves, feeling good about ourselves. Yeah. And, and that may sound selfish, but I, I don't intend for it to be selfish. Actually, it's the opposite, I think. Yeah, I don't think it is selfish. I don't, I don't even think it sounds selfish. Like uh, sometimes uh, over the years, I've been an artist for 30 years and over the years, uh, I felt like at times pressure from the art world, like you were talking about that, like beauty isn't enough. And somewhere mm -hmm. in my forties, I said, beauty is enough. Like yeah. beauty is enough because beauty brings so much forth, right? And from inside of us and from outside of us. And uh, so I think just to, to make beautiful things, you know, and it doesn't mean that because they're beautiful, they don't lack meaning or they don't have worth, right? <laughs> right. And, and also, I also feel like, you know, we, 
we each have so many sides to us too, right? We're not, I'm not only all about painting or now rug hooking, thank you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's not my whole life. It's a lot of my life, <laughs> but there are many facets to my life. And, um, you know, some of them are deeper than others. And, um, you know, it's, it's where you find meaning and you create meaning as well by, by, uh, you know, the way you uh, respond to situations and the way you react. Um, so. And by what you make, I think. By what you yeah. Um, Claire, so you started with one Instagram follower, just like everybody else, right? But yeah, you I don't like even remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you embrace Instagram so beautifully? And, and uh, what, what, what brought you so many followers? What happened there? I do have a lot of followers. I think I'm almost at 140,000 followers, which a is lot, a lot of people unfathomable to me. Yeah. Can you imagine that many people in a room? I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> that's a lot. And, you know, I look around uh, beyond this camera that's in front of me recording this conversation. Yeah. And all I see are trees and <laughs> snow and quiet. And uh, it amazes me that there are so many people out there but you know what i think i think that people are naturally curious mm -hmm. i think that people uh uh also are very interested in uh looking for inspiration and so like myself you know i look for uh on, on social media i look for people who whose uh vision is similar to mine or maybe it's actually not only similar but sometimes challenging to mine right um because i think that's what makes uh life interesting so you know there's all there's just i don't know how many people are on social media uh, pretty much most of the planet i guess yeah um that's a lot of uh there's a lot of options out there um to choose from so it's amazing it's great actually because i can look up uh I've started following textile artists ever since I started rug hooking, for example, um, as that is, as you know, a fairly new uh, craft for me. I only started in July rug hooking, but to me, that's an extension of my painting. My, it's my it creative, uh, it's an extension of my creativity. Yeah. And uh, so I think that, you know, I, I have my, my message has remained on point, even though I've slightly shifted by now starting the rug hooking. My message is that I hope to create moments of joy in everybody's day to day. In some way, if I can touch somebody and share that, then uh, then I feel like I've done my job. Yeah. And my Instagram message, for example, or my Instagram feed is all about that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I try to keep it on point. It's about creativity. It's about joy. It's um, hopefully, you know, I, I hope to be able to surprise people with uh, new information every so often about something maybe that maybe something they'd like to try. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and the other key, I guess, is 
uh, sort of marketing 101 is to post regularly, right? So my background is before I, I became an artist, I had a previous life. Yeah. And that life was uh, that I was a graphic designer in a marketing, a Marcom, a marketing communications firm in Montreal. And actually did that for quite a while. So uh, you know, I learned a lot through that uh, experience and one of the things I learned was marketing online and one of the uh, uh, I, I guess the, the, the key things that you, you want to do if you want to have a successful feed is to feed bite-sized pieces of information on a regular basis right? mm -hmm. so so if you're going to post uh, you try to post every day if you can but if this it, it, it's not like I can create a painting a day no uh, so I try to find different angles of, you know, people who are listening to this, go look through my feed, you'll see like there's, uh, sometimes I post about collaboration, sometimes it's a, a detailed photograph of a painting I'm working on, sometimes it's a video of me painting, or sometimes it's a final product hanging on the wall. So there's, you know, it's not just always the same, uh, or I hope it's not anyways. No, it isn't. I, I try to keep it interesting by having different angles, and but it all relates to my work, to creativity, to... Uh, to my my overall message of creating moments of joy mm -hmm. and uh inspiration for myself as well as other people i love that so I, love I think it's about staying staying true to yourself and staying true to your message yeah i love that that what you said about stating a message that it's about creating joy and really staying focused on that message you know that that makes a lot of sense to me because i i think even as an artist sometimes on my instagram i go from here to there to there to there but yeah, you know, you think about that one thing that you really want to get across and, and yeah. get that across time and time again. That's a good thought. Well, you know, in, in the business world, they call it a mission statement, right? Mm -hmm. So you have your mission statement. What is your mission statement? Boil, boil it down to like, why are you doing this and why are you doing that? What is your goal when you boil it right down to the basic core? Why yeah. are you doing what you're doing what you're doing and that should be explained within a sentence or two yeah and um and that's where i boiled it down to i am creating moments of joy in people's day-to-day -day lives i hope <laughs> i always add the i hope part because <laughs> maybe so, it's not <laughs> so how was it being a beginner with the rug hooking how did that feel uh you know what i never felt like a beginner Right. That's the thing. You, so I don't know if you told me or if I read it somewhere. You said once you know how to make a loop, you know how to you know how to hook a rug. Yeah. And that's exactly right. I made a loop, and I just continued to make another loop, another loop, and then all of a sudden, I had this uh, pretty big, um, like five foot by. Oh, what is it? It's about. It's almost. I would say three feet. I I, I don't oh, remember what is. the exact measurements are, but it's it's a pretty big. A fairly ambitious project for a first timer, I would guess. <laughs> it, is. it is. It's ambitious and it is your own design. It was really beautiful. Yeah. I was, I really had fun watching you, you know, I had fun. Uh, so I had sent you some materials and you just, yes. I just, no one knew what you were going to do with them. And it was just a real opportunity for me. And you posting all those posts about it brought lots to my Instagram too. And I really appreciate it. Oh, great. It. 
Yeah, thank I'm you. I'm glad to hear that. But I, I also feel like the people who follow me would be very interested to hear what you have to say and what you're doing because it's so connected in so many ways. And and uh, and I ha I know that I've personally turned on a bunch of people like my mother and my best friend in California and, and they love rug hooking. Yeah. All of whom say that it's very relaxing. It's not hard to do. You can do it while watching TV. You can do it, you know, there, it, it's, I do, I've done it in the car. Gosh, that one first rug that I started, which I actually am not quite finished. I'm finished the hooking, the fun part, the hooking yep. part. I have to do the, the sewing part, which I'm, that's a well, little not that hard. of a challenge. It's half an hour. <laughs> but I'll get to it. Um, I, I, you told me don't leave it too long. So I have that sort of, yeah, do it in the back I, of my head. Actually all finished. It looks a lot different. Yeah. It's yeah. That, I can't wait. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm actually waiting. I ordered um, some needles. I had to get some, like, I really had nothing, nothing. Like I, you were starting with a, a blank canvas here. <laughs> so I had to order some needles and I'm waiting for the needles to come so that I can actually sew it. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. you know, I do have needles at my house, but just not, not yeah, big you need enough. A strong needle for that. Um, a wet needle? A, just a good strong needle you need a nice strong needle for it with a with a large eye with a larger and pointy eye. A, a pointy uh, a pointy needle. some of them are quite dull mm -hmm. some of them are and some of them have such a small eye you can't you know and they're flexible you just want a nice firm needle that it'll be fine yes i is good. see i wish i lived next door to you because you <laughs> i would be over all the time <laughs> yeah you would have fun you'd, you'd get you'd it. get sick of me no, I wouldn't. It'd be great. We have people who drop in here like once a week. Oh, you know, we have real regulars. So we're, we're used to that and we like it. Yeah. I, I think I would be living there. <laughs> Claire, I would have fun in your studio too. I would just love to get at your paints and you know, oh, yeah. all the things, yeah. all the things you don't want to share. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I have a fear of missing out. Right. So, uh, FOMO, I think yeah. is what it's called. Yeah. And uh, so I, I overstock um, when I start to notice that I'm down to only say two pots of Prussian blue, then I have to order another like bunch of them. And, yeah. Part uh, of in the country, right? Too. Pardon? Part of living in the country, I think. You just, yeah. Wanna, yeah, you want to make sure you're ready. I yes. want to ask you one more thing before we go. And I'd just like to talk to you about your, you have a lot of relationships with, um, well, licensing relationships and I'd like you I was wondering if you'd talk about that a little bit so like you have a relationship with anthropology and you have a so do you have an agent or do you manage all that yourself well you know as I said I have uh, I have a lot of supportive people around me and I have yeah. a husband who's very very astute at reading contracts and uh, because that is what he does for a living. So yeah. he, I am very fortunate that he actually will, whenever I get a contract, he will send it my way. Uh, I, I mean, I can send it his way. Yeah. And uh, he's been amazing, an amazing help that way. Um, so no, I'm not on my own uh, as far as that side goes, but you're, you're maybe talking about actually uh how does that connection start in the first place, I guess? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, well, here's how it starts. Um, I think a lot of it starts because I am out there and I am putting my work out there. I am in places that I get seen and I, um, 
make sure that uh, I, I make sure that I tag myself in yes. many posts. A lot of it has to do with uh, uh, blog articles or interviews or in, or social media, and um, I well for for anthropology they found me through uh, an. Uh, a blog, a friend of mine, an artist friend of mine, Sabine Motter, was writing for a blog called Moco Loco at the time, and Moco being modern contemporary design, yeah. and I guess it was followed by some designers at um, at uh, Anthropology, and so they, through Moco Loco, found me, and they contacted me to see if I would be willing to uh, work with them in opening a store, actually, uh, they didn't really say it like that. They said, would I, they, they just had some interest. And in fact, yeah. I almost deleted the email thinking it was spam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, glad that I didn't because that was nine years ago and yeah. uh, almost 10 years ago, in fact. And um, I've had a really strong relationship with them since. So that they found me. Uh, I've done other uh, collaborations. I've worked with uh, Samsung or um, Microsoft. Um, now I'm doing some Birkenstock sandals. Yeah, I and, saw um, They're really fun. Yeah, thanks. I, I'm really pleased. I actually haven't received my sandals yet, but I think they are on their way to me. Yeah, so I, I will definitely be talking about yeah. those when they arrive. Um, I'm super excited about that. Um, but it depends, you know, sometimes I reach out, if I see somebody doing something interesting and I see a natural fit and we share a vision, then it makes sense for me to reach out to them. Yeah. Uh, I have reached out to uh, companies that it hasn't worked out, you know, there's a lot of just taking a chance, taking the time and really making sure that it's a good fit mm -hmm. uh, before approaching a company being organized so that when, if they do express interest, that you're ready, you're ready yeah. to respond, right? Yeah. Uh, you have to check your emails regularly. You have to um, have uh, you know if, if you don't have good business sense yourself you better have somebody beside you who does who you can yeah. uh, use as a sounding board um because that and I, I i feel like my business sense is okay but my husband's is better yeah so uh so he is my sounding board as i've mentioned um yeah so i guess you know it, it the Samsung, it was through a third party that, uh, you know, I did some licensing. I have, I have other licensing deals as well, lesser known names. Yes. And um, I've done some uh, public, I, I actually have started uh, working for doing some um, uh, words, <laughs> um, public art commissions. Oh, that's my my sort of my what I hope to uh, get more into in the future. Yeah. So uh, I won my first public art commission, which is a 30 foot mural that's going up on the side of the uh, Sarasota Modern Hotel in downtown Sarasota on Boulevard of the Arts. Beautiful. So that was, a, was for me a, a, a career coup. And I hope that I can do more of those. But you know, it. it <laughs> It's really just reading, looking up, finding out, sourcing, uh, 
and getting your artwork because it's it's not enough for you to have great artwork because there's a lot of artists out there mm. but you have to make it known you have to get it out there you have to um uh you, you have to make it so that other people can find you yeah. right yeah that's it's great. pretty simple and in main each each licensing deal that i have is a little bit different from the other so yes. I, there's not one way that uh that I connected with these companies, uh, all of them. But mm -hmm. I, my, my advice is just to make sure that your artwork is well presented online. Yeah. Because, you know, and, and read, if you don't know about social media, uh, Google social media best practices. You will learn a lot yeah. and it's important. Yeah, you know, that it is important. It's an important tool. It is. And, and you know what? Social media is mostly free. I don't pay for advertising. I don't. Uh, I don't pay for people to talk about me. Um, so for me, it's actually been completely free. Yeah. Um, I have it way long ago. I did try uh, some ads on Facebook, um, but I don't. I, I didn't get great response from those ads. But I think in part it's because you know I sell paintings, which are you know they're they're not twenty bucks. They're yeah. in the hundreds or thousands of dollars. So. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not, I don't think that form of advertising works so well for what I sell, yeah. but you know, if I, maybe if I had smaller ticket items that might work yeah. better. If you're selling cards or yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Where, um, where do people find you if they want to know more about you? How do they, how do they, like, they're going to want to see your paintings now. Well, there's always my website, which okay. is clairedesjardins.com. And uh, that's C-L-A-I-R-E Desjardins, D-E-S-J-A-R-D-I-N-S. Uh, and, uh, but of course they can always just Google me and I think I show up a lot. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. Um, on Instagram. Instagram is sort of my baby that I, I play with every day, all yeah. throughout the day. And it's um, at Claire so if, if you really want to connect with me, that's the best way, probably. Okay. At Claire Desjardins on on Instagram. Uh, yeah, it's actually Claire underscore Desjardins underscore art. Okay, that's my Instagram name. Perfect. So, but okay. I think if they just look they up Claire Desjardins art, they would find yeah. me. I really enjoyed talking to you today. I love watching your Instagram, and I love watching. One of the things I notice about you is you're really happy. Um, to see uh, your work appear on things like you get a lot of joy out of seeing it like you know and and that's really fun it's been really fun to watch you oh thank you yeah, yeah I do get a lot of joy out of that it's uh it's exciting it's it's so much fun I I, I get all, a, a little weird about it <laughs> it's a vanity thing too you yeah. know somebody likes your work enough to put it onto something else that I know that, that's a pretty nice it's a compliment nice I think thank you so much for talking with me today so all right well thank you and thanks for all that you've done you've been an amazing source for my rug hooking my my next career <laughs> <laughs> that's great I'm so happy I'm just yeah. happy that that it makes you happy and and does you know, I love, I love your notion of creating joy every day. It kind of reminds me of the creating beauty every day. It's just, it's just what we do. And I'm happy yeah. doing it. Thank you for doing your work too. Bye. Thank Bye -bye. you so much. Bye. Bye.
This is Deanne Fitzpatrick from HookingRugs.com. And today I had a beautiful conversation with Claire Desjardins. Bye-bye, everyone.